you're looking for one of the most beautiful and playable custom acoustics on the planet, look no further than Ed Rice at Toeir Guitars. Ed is a true artist, transforming exotic woods into magnificent, sweet-sounding instruments. Go to toeirguitars.us, that's T-O-I-R-G-U-I-T-A-R-S.us, and contact Ed today. Hey everybody, Brad and I want to say thank you for listening and thank you for the support. Please continue to listen and share this podcast on all platforms that you can. And if you'd like to support us monthly, we're set up now where you can go to anchor.fm slash Recording, hit the support button, 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99 per month. Any amount would be greatly appreciated. Now back to the podcast. Your recording podcast episode 150. What's hey, up, Neil? 150, man. 150. We did That's it. That's kind of special. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Wait, 150 and then like uh three years plus. Officially, yes. this is our yeah. Yeah. So what December? Congratulations. Just December 20th, 2019. Yep. Yeah. All right. Three years. We did it. We did it. Who would ever thought it? Who would have thunk it? <laughs> <laughs> so we got some uh Old Forester tonight, right? Yeah, man. Courtesy of Brent. Thank you, Brent. Brent. Hey, thanks, buddy. my game. I told you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we got Bedford with us tonight. Welcome, guys. Yeah, guys. Thanks for coming. Hey, hey, thanks for making the drive. Yeah. Hey. Cheers. Cheers, you guys. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Uh, All right. Do we mm. have to look each other in the eyes? You deep. don't have to. <laughs> yeah, not only do you have to look each other in the eyes, you but you got to do both it hands. And, and deeply. You know, oh, really thanks. deeply into the, you know. I don't know the courtesy yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good, man. Yeah. It just never goes wrong. Hey, I got some uh, Wilderness Trail for Christmas. Have you ever had that? I think I have, yeah. It is excellent. Yeah. Is it in the smooth. Same, is it in the same bottle as like Calumet? Where? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the nicer. no, no. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yes. but I have had that. It is good. Man, oh, man. I should have should have brought it. But it would have probably been gone already, so I'm glad I didn't. Ofo it is. Well, let me tell you about <laughs> let me tell you about these guys before uh, they introduced themselves, man. Right. So, you know, we knew we wanted to have them on the podcast and on one shot. And we had a late cancellation. So I talked to Tristan on Sunday. I said, Man, you guys think you could uh move it up to tomorrow night? He said, Man, <laughs> give me a couple hours, I'll get right back to you. And they made it work. Oh man. So we appreciate that, fellas. We're in debt to you, fellas. Thank yep. you all. We're excited Seriously. about having you guys in here. And it ain't like they're, you know, right down the street. No. They had to make a bit of a trip. Yeah. So. Yeah. Lexington, right? Lexington and Moorhead. Yeah. And Moorhead. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, yeah. why don't you guys go around the table and introduce yourselves? Well, I am Tristan Frazier. I play drums and sing some. My name's Sam. I play the bass. What's up? What up? What's up? Nice to meet you guys. <laughs> yeah, Dude, you nice too. Nice to meet you. My name is Colby. I play guitar and um, strip. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really? Or is that... I just wrote it down, so I, regardless, it's <laughs> fact does, now. He does private things. It's on the internet. It's, it's mostly just me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still a caveman. I don't have an OnlyFans yet, so I do it the old-fashioned way. Oh, man. He makes appearances. <laughs> the only thing he wears is a mask if asked. <laughs> this doctor, this doctor makes house calls. <laughs> 
Yeah, he's got that shirt down a little low tonight, man. He does, he's, man. Well, that's high for you, him. Well, you <laughs> <laughs> almost see the belly button. <laughs> that man over there. Is yeah. I'm uh, Trevor. <laughs> Are you sure about that, man? It's Trevor. Yeah. All right. and, uh, <laughs> was born in 1997 at, in Mount Sterling. And, uh, What's uh-huh. your social? <laughs> My email is... Trevor St. John 44 at Gmail. No. That's yeah, real. That he real. said, no. I was like, yeah, that's real, man. You said that rolled off way too smooth. So if any, slide into the emails. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, fellas, thanks again for being here, ma'am. Why don't you all start us off with just uh, giving us a little bit about the origin of the band. How did uh, Bedford come about? Well, since it was your road, Sam. Well, I just took a drink of that. (laughs) A little horse right now. It's all right. It is already empty, man. Uh, You you, uh, nailed it. Oh, you shot it down. That that wasn't a shot, man. I just poured a little bit. Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) I'm not a big drinker, but that stuff is pretty uh, good. I couldn't tell from your empty glass, man. Yeah, I know. You did it good. You did it good. (laughs) But, um... Trevor just took a... He just took a drink and coughed and... Hacked a little bit, man. What's up with you guys? <laughs> pretty hot. Like, honestly, it's pretty hot bourbon. We're not huge drinkers, honestly, besides Colby. Colby's the drinker. Yeah, Colby's a drinker, but... I was yeah, His pinky was out when he was, like, yeah. just had it down, man. Oh, yeah, he's a fancy man. <laughs> I was going to make a scene, but no, I am the king of liquor. Yeah, he's the king of liquor. He's like, I'm if like, you watch Trailer Park Boys, he's Jim Leahy. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, okay, that's going a bit far. <laughs> He's not like the town drunk. <laughs> more like Jim Morrison. There you go. Well, there I'm go. the liquor just king. Just bad. I can do anything. Don't take baths, man. Don't take baths. Showers <laughs> only for you if you drink like Morrison. <laughs> all right, Sam. Sorry, man. We got sidetracked. No, it's all right. Um, Bedford came from, you know, me and Tristan and Trevor have been in a band since we were. 12 years old. Together. 12? Really? Oh, yeah. We've known each other for a long time. It's called uh, Truancy. Yeah. Well, let's go back there. So, you guys are in middle school and you put a band together? So, I met Trevor in sixth grade homeroom. And then I'd known Sam because we went to the same elementary school. But we weren't, you know, like best friends or any mean, by, by any means. And then we, we start, me and Trevor start jamming. And then uh, there's a talent show. And so, like, last minute, we're like, Sam, come sing Seven Nation Army. We got our other buddy Lucas to play bass only because he was good at Guitar Hero bass. <laughs> so it worked out. And we were like, Trevor kept skipping or whatever. And the, the vice principal was like, You guys should call yourself Truancy. And it stuck. And we did. <laughs> <laughs> the BP named him, man. It did. Oh, that, God. That was our name. Through. Our crane. Our crane. Yeah, our crane. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Truancy, 12 years old. How'd it go with the talent show? Uh, what kind of uh, response? Good. The we, bass didn't work. Yeah, I remember that. We thank God he only got to say on the stuff we used in the basement. You know, yeah. and it's like on a stage and in the basement's kind of. Different. We haven't had good experience with like talent shows or anything like that. Usually, because like, well, sorry, Sam, we did one as truancy years <laughs> later. Sam's like, oh uh, shit! There was somebody in, before us that was a classical pianist, and Sam to his credit had no idea that that's that was happening and we just thought it'd be funny if he went up there and said who hates classical music <laughs> and like raise your hand 
<laughs> and they did not like that. We lost that. We one. lost that one. <laughs> Hard. Bad. But, Hard. you know. It was pretty rad, though. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. But then me and Tristan started playing worship music, and we got out of rock and roll. We stopped yeah. playing, like, together for throughout high school. And then we got back together when we were, like, 17, turning 18. Like, yeah. I was going October, from, October of 2015. And that was Bedford and Company. That Bumford was, that and was the Sons. Bedford you know, and Co. Yeah. I, we were like we an indie band. We named it after the road that I lived on. Bedford? Yeah. Bedford, yeah. Man. That was a great guess. That was buddy. a good guess. <laughs> <laughs> what was your guess? <laughs> Bedford. <laughs> it was like, oh, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> no, we're real creative. We so, know. So uh, you took a, a church playing hiatus, huh? Uh, we were uh, playing in church. Like uh-huh. me and Trevor played for like the IYC band and stuff. Like that was our thing for a while. What's that? It's the Inter- youth band, man. They yeah, like International travel. Youth Convention. We played in Nashville and no like, Florida. Played for like ten thousand people at one thing. It was a lot. What was that? Texas, what? Texas, San, San Antonio. Antonio. Played in there. Played in Michigan. It he met a, his wife on the I bus. Did. I met my wife because trips. of IYC. See, everything happens for a reason. Because that's how I met Sarah. And then we were coming back from one of those gigs, and Sam was like, "We, what are we doing? We should be playing music together." And sure enough, we did. Yeah, man. The, uh, we've the, we have themes in this during this podcast. This is episode one fifty, and there is a lot of like church start and influence in uh, young musicians. And I do believe it's because nobody's going to tell you at church you suck and get off the stage, which is... Although it did happen, though. I mean, you got to realize... Sam, tell about what happened to you. Yeah, they just totally... Like, I was playing with them in the church, and then for some reason, they just totally replaced me. This is a new and pastor. I stopped playing music. A new pastor in came the, in, in church, and his son wanted to be the star child. Sam was the front man. And his son was like, I want to do that. And so then VP was like, oh, sorry. And Sam's uh, like... Uh, GP, I mean... General practice. General, mm-hmm. random name <laughs> inserted, uh, was like, you know... You're not rock. You're too rock and roll to be a, a front Sam man. Sam wasn't really out. into Sam like the, the Christian religion yeah. either. Like Sam, was you're gonna just have kind to start shaking your hips, boy. Yeah, I was kind of there just to like play music. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, which we weren't. We were kind of devout Christian. No, we. I was into it. I, I really believed was. In that My stuff. family was in it, and yeah. you know. Well, but so. I guess I was wrong. I guess they will kick you out, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's still like, a very yeah, nurturing real, space. Yeah. Only if the uh, preacher's son wants to, I mean, be, yeah. wants to be involved. My I mean, preacher's son I was the that baddest. Was just that one thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think we churches around here will do that. Yeah. No, but in like, sixth, like when you get down into like the south with like the big black gospel churches. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, there's many. There's many people that will vouch. You know, you you'll be playing and stuff. You get tap on the shoulder. You gotta you gotta walk out because <laughs> yeah you gotta pass it to the next guy yeah yeah there hey, you go will you just move your mouth and quit singing <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah stop that uh, yeah mute, no more mute the mic put on a backing oh, third track. row down second to the right <laughs> <laughs> so Kobe how did you get in have we got to that part of the story yet is there anything well, else to we did Bedford and Company until we got into college and met Kobe yeah uh, yeah then uh, I, was, I was a sophomore at Moorhead and y'all were freshmen yeah yeah God that was so long ago now um and I barely remember it but 
they had a bass player at the time um, named Jer- Jared Letterer, and uh, he <laughs> he had to have butt surgery <laughs> for oh. one week. It was uh, uh, court days in Mount Sterling and an SAE homecoming party at Moorhead, and he was out. And they needed for a butt bass surgery for butt surgery. Here they are, real pain in the ass. Those butt surgeries. Man. <laughs> yeah, was, so I saw I had to. The Paul and I don't sit. Oh, it was a cyst. Oh. Ah, yeah, I had one. It, <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. That's butt surgery to me. <laughs> <I> had butt <laughs> surgery. <laughs> but um, not nah, uh, whenever. Uh, That's a really that, bad ingrown hair, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh I, yeah, buddy. I thought he had one of those Brazilian butt lifts. <laughs> he did not need one. It looks fantastic. <laughs> it's like he's always wearing heels. Magnificent. <laughs> now the whole world knows he's got a big ice cream scoop out of his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jerry. Sorry, dude. Double fudge. Uh, roast. That's oh a that's a pork roast right there. <laughs> but um yeah. <laughs> Not, they needed someone to fill in on base, and uh, I can't remember who was messing me, either Tristan or Trevor. Um, and then uh, they needed someone to just fill in on base for that weekend. And then after that, it's like, yeah, you, you want to like play guitar? Because we also, to side note with that, there's a program at Moorhead, the commercial music program, and all of us were in it. And so that's how I met them. It was like so rock and roll class. Yeah, it's a rock and roll degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. I filled in, and uh, you know, after that, like I played guitar in that ensemble for that class, and after that, it's like, yeah, you know what? Let's. I, I guess in your all's heads, it was let's try two guitars. You know, let's yeah. see, let's see what that goes. And at the time, yeah, there was more of like an indie kind of thing going on. Um, it was two guitars and I'm acoustic not, and bass yeah. and drums. It was a lot, yeah. but which I mean. <laughs> No, nothing. We against, were into rock from the very beginning of this, you know. Yeah, like we were. We just we, seven eight. It, I, I would know. say our story was a lot of years, and you'll notice this in the story of Bedford again when we get to it. A lot of second guessing. A lot of <laughs> how can we fit in to a mold that's mm-hmm. not really who we are. And I think now in the last year, it's been like a, we know what we want to do. We know who we are, and we're proud of it. But. Wow. It's cool to like, it's cool to hear the story even for me because I'm like, dang, we second guessed ourselves so many times because Trevor's right from the start. It was School of Rock, Guitar Hero, like it was loud rock and roll music. I remember doing it in the middle school gym, man, you know, like. Now we kind of went through an identity crisis in college. Several. We were into several music. (laughs) We were into different songs, I guess would be. Yeah. Yeah. In high school, you know, like. Yeah. We were like four years older than we were when we stopped in eighth grade, you know, as seniors. Yeah. I, and I was always, I, I, at the time, I was like a closed-minded individual on when it comes to music. It was rock or bust, pretty much. Mm. Yeah. And so, like, everything I did, I couldn't fit the indie format. I, it, I personally, as a player, just never could really get into that and mimic Colby it doesn't as a, conform well. I don't conform to society. <laughs> I'm a rebel through and through. I don't I don't care. All right, so let's let's kind of go back a little bit and talk about that because it's it's a, it's it's interesting uh what you what you kind of said it was was identity identity crisis, which a lot of times in those situations um especially when you're starting out young, you've got to go through the struggles to t- kind of figure out what the sound is, but it sounds like um you were trying to, a lot of times young guys, young bands, young groups of anything, try 
we're going to, we want radio. We want to be on the radio. We want to, you know, we want to make this our existence. We want to be these huge things. And then, you know, uh, then you, if you really break it down this to the radio, it's, it doesn't sound like a bunch of guys with instruments or anything like that. So, um, I guess what was it? You say indie, but like, what was the lane? Mumford, you mentioned Mumford and Sons. Was it that type of stuff? At first, like in high school, when we got back to Bedford and Company, it was definitely Mumford and Sons. But I would say in early college, we had a uh, angsty phase Mm -hmm. a little bit where we got really into Nirvana. Really, because we were playing. Yeah, that's when we started playing. Where do you sleep last night? Let's Chasing just, this feeling. Food fighters. Let's, food let's fighters. take a look at the initial EP. Like those yeah. four songs on there. Okay, mm-hmm. we got "Brace Yourself," which was trying to be a country. Mumford and, yeah, Sons, I would say like, we named ourselves Mumford and Bedford and Company. Yeah. <laughs> how, how much more obvious does that it need to be? That was an attempt to be Mumford and Sons. I don't think we went anywhere near it. No. If you listen no. to the song, it's kind of very bland and <laughs> funny. It's, you know, it's like, yeah, it, it sucks. sucks. Exactly. But it's okay. Yeah. But how, then we well, also how old were you on this EP, by the way? 18, 17. 17 I was 17. Wow. And it was like, you know, we're graduating high school. So it's like, brace yourself. And that's the whole the, thing. Is, look, those songs, you know, I don't look at them that way, man. I look at them with gratitude <laughs> that they happen because it taught yeah. us. Like, it's true. It brace your, like, it's, it's all. I don't know. I'm very like, it happens for a reason, fate kind of shit. I, I don't know if I can say that, that word. Was but nice. Yes. There's some more oh, bluesy we, stuff on there. That is. There, EP, no, it's like, know, like, I won't think twice. You hear the, like, it's bad because we're 17, yeah. <laughs> but you hear the format of, okay, these guys want to rock. They just don't know how yet. Or they're At being the time, told they I was can't. really into SRV. You yeah, know, and that's who, yep. that's who yeah. I'm trying to sound like the entire time. Yep. I don't hear it. Yeah, and uh, and for all those out there that want to hear our, our embarrassment, almost you'd have to look up Bedford and Company. It's not under Bedford. We we, we refuse. We refuse. <laughs> <laughs> but we we also don't know how to get rid of it either. <laughs> so, I'll leave it up there. It's a it's it's fun to look back. Like, we have I, our first video yeah, we ever recorded still out there on YouTube. Yep. Tristan yep. and Trevor rocking out. Yeah, yep. there's uh, 12 years old. Yeah. Th- there's something that I always like. I'm, I think Brad was going along the same line here, but just yeah. to, to hear, especially when you're as young as you were when you recorded that, there's there's a youthful exuberance to, you know, your first little EP or first thing that you put out, um, and, and you were you're you know you, those songs are talking about getting ready to break out of this generally small town, become big, or to go to the big city, do whatever that just feels bigger than what any high school kid's experience is, you know. But it to uh, it's always awesome to keep it out and just to see the difference between the next and the next because if you are if you're, I think if you're true to yourself, you know, you look back seven years ago to what you all started as or when uh, you were kids, um, even younger, and then you're looking at the growth and going, holy crap, we're finally finding our sound. But it takes all those things to get to the point where you go, what is it? Because I imagine like seven years from now, there's a possibility you could look back and go, we're just now figuring out what, who we are. Oh, yeah, you could do the same thing. I think that's, you're playing an infinite game. You On know, a like different it never scale. Ends. It never ends. It's like a different tier almost as you get older. You yeah. Know, like every time you think you have it figured out, you don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah. I mean, I, mean I think that's like a 
like a parallel to life in general anyways. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hopefully you don't want to stay where you are right now. No. Yeah. I would not. Change is the only way to grow. Unless you're somewhere that you like, I guess. Yeah, I no. Mean, I mean, there's parts of us that it's like, but you still, get these that, four dudes you know. in a room and you put like instruments, it's going to sound a certain way. Like, I, that you're, yeah. you're not escaping that. But at the same time, like, it changes good. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not like close minded to whatever. Doubt themselves is the is not really that good a person. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know about like, these you guys. You have to doubt yourself. We don't even listen to that much. Like I don't. I don't even listen to that much rock music in a day. I listen mm-hmm. to Donny Hathaway and like Wolfpack and Mac Miller oh, and stuff. Wolfpack, yeah, I dude. Like, <laughs> everything. Snarky Puppy. I mean, jazz yeah, stuff. We hear like, Snarky Puppy quite a bit, don't we? I yeah. just. I yeah. don't know. It's a. Uh, it's different, but. I don't like, I've learned how to not really let it influence my writing. I let it influence like drumming, but then I just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've got a formula when I sit down to write a Bedford song. It's got to be some kind of catchy riff or something. Like, we've created a formula recently, I think. Ah, now that's going to be interesting because the question, <laughs> the question will be, and I guess moving forward is, do you stick to a formula or do you allow yourself to evolve and let that formula evolve with what you guys, um, see as as growth towards the next thing. I think it's the latter. Yeah. If you look at a band like Queen, like, they had, like, cross charters and different genres, you know? Oh, yeah. Variation is the name of the game at that point. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I I definitely think it's like, it also was important to, at this point, I guess, separate the music from the business part. The Mm. business part always has a formula, and if you don't follow the formula, that's kind of how I look at it. You are completely, it doesn't matter how good you are, if you're not good at the business side, not good at marketing, if you can't promote yourself, yep. that's why I say nobody's a formula because we have mm-hmm. to have something, right? Like right now, I look at it, we don't have nothing, but I look at it in the grand scheme of where this band wants to go. Yeah, like we have a long way we want to go. So it's like picking something to create a formula to know how to market and say, this is us at least now. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about later, but now well, this it, is what it is. We have to age like <laughs> Robert Plant. You know, mm-hmm. he's not out there playing, like, Led Zeppelin. Oh, he's not writing anymore. whole lots of love. Right? No, no, I've seen yeah. Robert Plant at Bourbon I mean, and Beyond not too long ago. Yeah. You know, he just put out that album with Alice, Alice and, and Krauss. Krauss. Yeah, and it's great. They're like, phenomenal they, together. He's finding certain veins and hitting them now. He's dropping his tunings lower so he can sing those same songs. But you can still hear, like, the things that he would— Like, you can still hear 20-year-old Robert Plant. In his voice. It's, 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 you're probably plant. capturing the the soul of the what he creates when he opens his mouth and but sings. He and he's over got time. oh, completely I mean, evolved. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like yeah. it's like the same with like Elton John after he had vocal surgery. He's like, yeah, his voice completely changed in the '80s, but it's still like you. you there's certain nuances that also make each sing, singer, you know, you, unique as an individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also like as even as big as a turn as that because like for the longest time I didn't know that was the same person yeah. like yeah. if you listen to it and it's your first time listening you're you're not going to catch on I think Elton John's like Pink Floyd it's a band name you know it's not <laughs> one dude <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so um, you know you all talked about kind of the the having a game plan with songwriting and, and the marketing aspect of it and in particular these days you guys are in a in a an ever-changing situation because not only is it that we have to write the music and we, you know, we are as well, Brad, we're, we're in, you know, Tia's in here doing videos and Spencer's shooting some videos today. We're adding 
Brent to help us do these things. And, and But the evolution of it is not only do you have to market the music or the podcast or whatever, but you got to do the social medias. You've got to do all these different aspects that necessarily isn't um, what we're good at. I don't know about you guys. You know, That's our biggest... Yeah, it's like if you're good at music, generally you hope to have, like you pray to have one dude in the band that loves to do the intricate stuff. So, you know, you have some, <laughs> you kind of have somebody that's, that goes, here's what, here's what we got to do. Here's what we got to stick to. Here's, we got to get these videos out. We're on a daily or every other day. How do you manage that aspect of it as long as, because that's not even talking about booking shows and, and making sure that you are all the together. general for logistics of the band. Like, like Tristan does all the booking. It's been right years now. to figure out how to do it though, because like, I would say just now, <laughs> like literally this week we were talking about this, like how to make it work because I, I sit down and brainstorm. I was like, what are the jobs of a band? Like besides tuning, besides sitting down and like obviously finances, that's a general thing. It's just part of the business. Uh, songwriting, part of the business. Like besides that kind of stuff, what what departments do we have? We have merch, marketing, we have booking, we have PR, and we have content creation. Jesus. That's right. it. Maybe hey, will you write those down for us? That's hey, those you, are you the, need to write a book, Tristan. No kidding. Uh, hey, you want to do it? Uh, but, there, but there's we'll two sections of each. There's general, which has to be all four people involved, yep. like finances. Yep. And then like there's subsections that are delegated to one person. To a person. Yeah. And they're primarily in control of it. But everyone should be able to be like, oh yeah, take a like, yo, I gotta, I gotta. We literally dash. had this discussion, me and Trevor, because he was like, well, I was like, I want to just kind of, I want to delegate the booking back <sighs> to me. And Trevor's like, well, what if I have ideas? And it's like, well, look, everybody, like Colby does marketing. Every person's like, I'm gonna make a post today. That's three people doing the same thing. Same with booking. It's just a way to miscommunicate. But should Trevor be able to say, I think the post should say this? Yes, that's just general band stuff. So, like, for booking, I still want people's help going, dude, I saw this venue. I found the contact. But then it's one person to go, I sent the email. I know what day it is. Because it just gets confusing when you mm -hmm. got multiple people doing stuff like that. And it's not even like a, I don't think there's anybody in this band that's power hungry for it. Because I'll be honest with you, the minute that somebody came and did it better than me, I'm out, bro. Thank I'm you. done. Thank appreciate you. Appreciate yeah. it. I'll be there at this time with my drumsticks, and that's where we'd be. But like, until that point, it is a. I'm pretty competitive on the marketing and merch stuff. He, if, yeah. if you come in, I'm 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 going to go hard. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm really I'm I'm a territorial being though. Yep. Mm -hmm. So like, I, you know, if I was a dog, I'd just piss on everything. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. As long as he's not pissing on the merch, man. <laughs> yeah, everything that, is like that's, we wash it yeah, that's cool. a special There's bonus a that, you know yep. <laughs> people might pay for people's sweat but <laughs> well and it's important to find something I think because you don't want to be the guy that just shows up that shows up you don't want to be that guy yeah. because shows up you don't show to be the shy just shows, just shows up <laughs> the one. you don't, one. You don't because that's I mean it's cool you know if you're having a rough week or a rough spell in life we all are going to be the guy that just shows up a couple times but Long term, you want to be, it's just, I don't know. I think it's important to be like, man, I contribute to the Bedford brand. Like, yeah, you everybody know? has to contribute. It's, yeah. you know, like, it's tough finding your, like, niche in all of it. Like, finding your role. Yeah. yeah. 
I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not like a brain guy. I'm more like <laughs> send me there and do that thing right there. I like using my hands. That is you know, such a I, nice, I, I, um, dude. Like, I understand. I am that. a brain guy. I don't take it too far and think that I don't just use like my being, brain at it's all. It's nice to be. Uh, I just my skill set, you know, is with yeah. you know my hands and stuff. So like finding stuff to like work hard at is like where do we, what where do you even start? You, like you know, it's like. like like you're text. more of a hey, uh, let's help us unload this stuff. Let's get set up, do all yeah, these other yeah, things instead yeah. of the. I get that, and man, honestly, those are uh, a lot of times some of the more valuable people in the band that that don't just disappear as soon as the sets are over with, or as soon as you get to the venue and take off. And yeah, he's like a marine; he's just first, first in, last out. I got their own yep. stuff and go home. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you, don't, you don't want that. Yeah, yeah I was. I'm, I'm. Well, I mean, everybody's gonna have different stuff to carry, so it's just that you know, as long as everybody's in their car and nobody has to do. Nobody's hanging Colby more than anybody else. A lot and, of stuff. You know. So Colby and he has the merch. So Colby usually right. is self-contained. He's getting Colby gets the Colby stuff, including the merch, drums. It's like. They tear down their stuff, and then they help me. Mm-hmm. We've got a really good formula pretty, to it. Pretty much, it's like we tear down our stuff, and then once that's loaded up, we or while we're loading up, we sling the drum cases to Tristan. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then we've got a yep. whole loading out system. <laughs> and then, oh, you yeah. know, oh yeah, they can help with the hardware. That's that's. It's mainly just setting up and then helping them carry them to the car. You mm-hmm. know, like yeah, but Trevor's all always be, the guy that's like, we need this done now. It might yeah. be like we need somebody to do this now, yeah. and all of us are yeah. busy, or uh, like, just where I come from. Yeah, it's and like, you're just like, all right, I'm there. I don't know. I'm there. Scared me. Yeah. He's, the, he's the guy that'll show up at like three a.m. It's the dude that you're like, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I, I'm broke down. Yeah. I need you. All right. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's got cell service. That's who Clutch. I call. Yeah, and what a lot of people. I I don't know if a lot of people, but at least. <laughs> a decent amount of people don't realize is like drums are not just one instrument. <laughs> okay, that's true. Like, I see it's what the you're equivalent saying. of about four guitar rigs. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right yeah. yeah. every time you. I say mean, that. unless you're Symbol. like a super Symbol. minimalist drummer with just yeah, that, one kick, right. one snare, uh, one hi hat, and one crash. Hey, you you get me a good three piece drummer that can play them, man. That's oh, cool for too sure. for setup groove. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, oh, that's, that's fast. Well, it's, it's also nice to have cool a new pair set. Today, like, I like playing kits like this because I normally with Bedford play, like, the more the better. I Like, one day, I I imagine I'll have one of those big Neil Pert kind of yeah, drum things one day, right. hopefully. But it's fun doing these because it's like an exercise in, I don't know, it just, it puts you in a different frame of mind. You're, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have as many options. But I, I, I tell you what, man, that, uh, that little drum kit right there will tell you if you're you can if you can just stay in the yeah. pocket because that's what it's all about in that room. And uh, Nate Smith, it is a Nate yeah. Smith. We used gig. to do a whole bunch Taking of acoustic shows. We did, and that was I would, he would go real minimal. I would go snare, hi hat, and bass drum, and that's all you need, really. Mm-hmm. Well, Maybe you, you went even simpler for that whenever we started doing duos. Oh yeah, oh yeah. For you, a did while. A, you did a cajon with a kick pedal attached to it. And one of those snare, snare boxes. boxes. I would play acoustic and then bass drum, snare drum. Do you, did you have a turned around kick pedal? All right, dude. So one of those two. But I actually like I would bring a bass drum oh, okay. because there were some songs where I didn't need to play like acoustic, and on those I would just. So then you could. Never thought about that. But yeah. <laughs> hey, let's listen to a song. All let's right, man. Tell us about sound of everything. 
Uh, this is uh, one I wrote. It's, you know, it's kind of like changed meaning for me, but in general, I just think it's about enjoying music. Yep, it's just enjoying Gratitude. music. Gratitude. 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 A lot of people associate this song with Remy the Rat. Uh, Ratatouille for some reason and I don't know I can't remember why a show you you announced it at the Burl what did I say you said me, playing music with people is like or playing music is like Ratatouille you know it's like everyone can cook that's that moon dance oh, oh I did say we that we played a show at the Burl and people just started I don't know where it started at but like and then I, now, I people, yeah. Burl. now people are like Ratatouille <laughs> and then I then I then the only time I think we ever got booed was when I said into the mic afterwards, I think at the Burl, I've never watched Ratatouille, and I still haven't. Hold on. Spencer, is that true? He was there. He said, I was there for that show. <laughs> <laughs> Story confirmed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, we have a witness. I've never seen Ratatouille. <laughs> Let's check it out. Sound of everything. Yeah. <laughs> that right awesome. there is a song. That was the Burl Show. That was the Burl Show. That was it? Oh, yeah. man. That was, yeah. that was awesome. That was the Burl Show. So what was your recording set up there? Uh, uh, we had um, Fat Cave Studios come and record us. Yeah. And we doubled the mocking on everything except the vocals. Yep. So pretty much like the vocals is like a raw kind of thing. Yeah. And then, you know. All right, question. Eh, nah, nah, you wouldn't want to do that. They have the stems of that show, like the uh, individual tracks still, I wonder. Yes. I wonder if you could just go in and lay some vocals over top of it, but it wouldn't be well, live, so it wouldn't well, be the same. The, 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 the funny thing about that one was the... <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what we did. <laughs> so when um, we recorded that, the Burls... So, Everything was double mic except vocals. We was like, you know what? We'll trust on the vocals. But what Sam at Fat Cave was recording at was, I think, at uh, 48K. Okay. But the Burl's board was at 44.1. Uh, okay. So all the vocal tracks are literally just compressed a little, like, I think shrunk. 
Yeah, I think they're shrunk like, you know, it, over 10 minutes, yeah. a, a vocal track would be nine minutes. No kidding. Yeah, so like... Huh. That is as compressed. And like to fix it without <laughs> recording over it, you'd have to lengthen it, then it becomes super grainy. Yeah, yeah, and it's lot. just like, so, yeah. so we did go through, but we listened to it and we tried to get it to the best of our ability. I mean, there's there's always a margin for error. There were moments that we were like, "Damn, I don't want to, I don't want to put that in there because I could sing it better now." Mm-hmm. And well, just like even, would choose to like, well, what's the what's the most authentic thing to do right yeah. now? It's or, leave it yeah. in because that's what we did then. Or or even like moments that like I can't replicate that. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, it's just like a yeah. big, you know. Ah! <laughs> you, you can't replicate yeah, that. Yeah, you can't. It just you, you just sound stupid when you yeah. do it. <laughs> but I mean, for like you know, for, all intensive for, purposes, yeah, yeah all intensive purposes, it works. I mean, oh, it definitely works. My thing with it is, <laughs> we needed to get something out. You know, we took three years off from this band, and you know, like I'm grateful for that that recording. Would I do it again if I could? Of course, because mm-hmm. I, I I feel like you could do it. Better, I really do, and I we. It was a lesson though because we've talked about this. That night, you've got three hundred people, two hundred fifty, however many there was, and it's hard to remember. Oh yeah, just play the songs right. You know, like our focus. You got to remember became, not to suck. Yeah, <laughs> like we were putting on a great show. I'd stand by the performance mm-hmm. there, but it was a bad night to press the big red button. Long, in my opinion. I mean, yeah. it's still good. Like, again, I just, I'm not, that's never going to come off. We are going to release that. I stand by it. It happened because I believe you don't look at music that way. It happened. You know, like, I enjoy it. Everybody, it I think everybody should listen to it. You know? Yes. Yeah. I do. You know? But also, like, <laughs> we, we did go into this whole thing, that, that whole night, thinking, all right, we're doing a live record. All right. What, I mean, let's boil it down to the most basic thing. When someone, says, you know, there's a show here. What do you say when you say you're going to go to it? Let's see a show. It's see. It's visual. It's mm-hmm. a visual art as honestly more than it is and, you know, an auditory experience. Especially live music. It's live music specifically. And this um, was intended to book shows. And, yeah. You know, it may maybe even more so a, a live rock show. Rock yeah. and roll especially. Yeah. It's but, 70-30. 70% yep. visual, mm-hmm. 30% music. Like, I mean, you take some of, you know, our most iconic bands. Let's take the Rolling Stones, for example. Yeah. The music, let, let's be honest, is not that great. It's sloppy a lot of the but time. But, like, they, as a live band, are just so over the, like, not yeah. over the top, but, like, they Energetic. hit the mark. They, oh, they the were mark. sexy. And, and same yeah. thing, like, <laughs> yep. I mean, like. You got to see it. We can get, like, That's really true with, like, Dave Matthews, yeah. uh-huh. where yeah. it's, like, they're not known. You don't listen to the studio Dave Matthews. You, you you don't. You listen to live Dave Matthews. That's where they shine because they put on a show that they can't do in the studio. This was intended to get us, like, we needed yeah. to fill in the EPK with something better, you know? And, like, we actually with something. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have anything. Yeah. We had nothing. <clears throat> and, and now this is, like, I think that with the video can get us some shows. Well, I don't know if the their corresponding... Um, video and audio but when I was doing you know just a little bit of pre-show research and listening listening on Spotify and then I went to the Instagram and watched you all at the borough and I was like holy shit man that is that looks like a show that looks like a ton of fun and to be in that room would be unbelievable because it looked did you see the video did you get a chance to watch it Uh 
if you get a chance, people that are listening, Brad, to anybody that does, go watch the Instagram clip of you guys at the Burl. It's, it's also a YouTube. We have yeah, a YouTube. It's, on YouTube. YouTube. it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube, that, YouTube now. That okay. song releases Wednesday. That's all we just video. listened to. Yep, yep, and we've already right, got the sweet. next song and the song after that that we're playing today on this part is, those are the two songs we've already released, Jump Into the Sun and Don't Lie to Me. All right. So you can sweet. go find those right now. Well, I... Man, the visual experience, like you said, going to see a show, you you can tell just on the video that is going to be out by the time this is out that it's a show, man. It, it's a, it's a, it's an energy, and and that is when when you're going out to like I want to go experience a night on just listening to good music and feeling like being a part of something. That's what that room looks like, and you can and it does translate through the video. And I think it translates through the the audio experience as well. Yeah. But seventy thirty, man, you see it and hear it. It's 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 it just makes you want to get out and go to the next one. Yeah, and and like a good kind of like addition to that is like to Oops. further <laughs> to further reinforce like the seventy thirty thing is like you do have bands that are really about the music. Mm-hmm. Let's take. The, probably the oldest one, Pink Floyd, for example. They didn't move around a whole lot, mm. but their light show, their yeah. their visual, is yeah, so dude. visual. It's like you can make up for those things. You, you don't have Shit, to be dude. ACDC. You don't There's have all to, kinds of visuals you, in their show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't, don't even have to need be like yeah. <laughs> they, Maybe they're not moving at all. Maybe there is no show. Maybe you're just tripping out all the time. Maybe you're not even watching Pink Floyd. But like you, you don't have to be ACDC or Guns N' Roses running around, you know, like smashing stuff all the time. But you know, like, and, and it's really more achievable at a later, a later point. You know, it's like at the low, at the low grade tier of touring and stuff. You don't have a lighting guy with you all the time that uh-huh. does a light show. You know, I think there's one band that we played with, uh, Vintage Pistol, that did. And they brought their own rig. That's the only own. local slash regional band I know that has. Yeah, that's like it's a requirement. They're you know, like that's we, just. I, I, they're not local. They're out of actually. They're you're right. They're out of Arkansas or something. Yeah, yeah, Arkansas. Why were they they're all mm-hmm. over? Dude. But they but they play here a lot. They do play in Kentucky a lot. They really do. But but like yeah, it just further reinforces the point that like for for any of those you know people in bands that are listening to this you know it's like. Don't don't think that you have to just, you know, all right, I got to get my workouts in. You know, I got to, you know, go on and just absolutely blaze it as far as, like, burning carbs, essentially. Mm-hmm. No, it's just like, as long as you give something for someone to look at and be like, that's cool. That's badass. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I just think it, it's just get into the song. Like, get out of your own. It, it yeah. solves itself. Like, you're playing, your stage presence, all that works together to... Just enjoy it. You be grateful for the moment. Be in the moment. It's hard. That's- I really like, you know, like watching hits. Like if there's a big crash symbol or something, Colby will like emphasize that visually with his moves at the same time as it's doing it musically. Like it's almost scripted because it's the music, but it's but not. It happens because, naturally. Like, if yeah. You're like in, that, in the right mindset. I know that like if I get myself in the mindset of like I don't give a fuck like <laughs> I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks it's it, I like my music and I stand behind it like yeah kind of well I look better on stage yeah. I sound better most of the time yeah, and when it's, I do that and too. Tu- yeah and the touch up on something that we talked about earlier but just then as well is like you like your music so like when we're talking about you know feeling like oh, like the imposter syndrome kind of thing where it's like 
we haven't discovered our identity yet. It's like, if you love what you do and you love the songs and you believe in them, mm. they're going to they're going to be received well. If yeah. you believe in your song, no matter what it is. Well, and it allows you to do what Sam just said, kind of melt into the moment instead of worry uh, about what you look like if you're trying to uh, force the song on somebody else. Because at some point, if, if you believe in what you're doing and you can get out of the way of being there and just showing you know that that whole stage presence uh scenario and we found that like recently we well well when was it that we stopped playing uh that we stopped playing covers two months ago we stopped playing covers hard like a hard stop the only time we'll do it is like private parties mm -hmm. weddings and stuff but big money big money but we'll play every oh, yeah. bar every venue every bar everywhere we play we are playing originals and that's to me. That's been the one of the biggest differences. It's, it's helped us by, out more than like because it's proof. Like you, we'll go to Henry Clay's first time we're at Henry Clay's. We played a bunch of covers and some originals. Good crowd, 150. Second time, about the same. More originals. Third time we played nothing but originals. The fourth time, the crowd had like yeah. the retention. That's rate what had grown. Was, like was that's what grew it was the fact that we came up and played nothing but originals. The second, like the third or fourth time, it was like 250. We'd gained. That many people. Mm. The last time I, we played there, I, people like lined out the door. I mean, it's it's. What's hard about it is like I'm not saying we play at Applebee's. I'm just using Applebee's as a, <laughs> okay. What's hard Applebee's has rats. is going to <laughs> Applebee's uh -huh. in this family environment and waking them up and like that's you well know, getting yourself in like that's this a matter is a of show. getting out of those types of gigs. Like it's a slow process yeah. as the booking person. It's very difficult because we all like it's it hard. is yeah. But, like, because we also, like... It's hard not to play This is all joint. of our main source but of if income. if a burger joint is paying you, know, you $600... That's what I'm saying. It's like, this is all of our main source of income. So it's hard when... that We, we have... I'm not going to name drop them, but we have venues we play where we're like, we do not belong here. Like, everybody knows it. Everybody knows it's a country bar. It's a honky-tonk, honky -tonk. dude. Like, what are we doing here? But yet... They've got a brick But yet still... Those gigs, you'll have about 20 to 35, maybe even 50 Bedford wearing t-shirt, you know, Bedford fans that drove to the Honky Tonk are like, we don't care. You guys are playing. Like, that'll happen, man. I mean, so it works. Like, it, it, it's slow, but it works. And I found most of the cool opportunities are kind of fadish like this. You know, it's just like, hey, I got a cancellation. Hey, what do we do? Like, it, that's... Most of the time, I didn't do anything to make anything happen. Like, the coolest gigs I've ever booked, I just felt like, wow, thank you, gods of rock. You know, like, that just <laughs> fell Thanks, in Jay my Black. lap. It just <laughs> fell right in my lap. And thank all you. I got to do is go, sure, we'll be there. You know, like. <laughs> and, and, like, like not too long ago, um, we, we, we achieved a goal that we didn't think we needed to have, but we, we achieved it. Um, and it was... Like you're talking about honky tonks, we pissed off a honky tonk place. First time we got booed. Yeah, first like truly as all of us. It was nice, but we didn't get like booed no. or anything like, like that. Again, there was somebody, 35 but, people in our show. Somebody was walking out the door and they said, "God, those guys sucked." <laughs> it was the greatest moment in my life. I was like, I was like, I was like oh, that is a yes. goal as a rock band because we don't belong yeah. there. As a rock band, if you don't piss off the the hardcore honky tonk the crowd, people, yeah, then yeah. like. Come on, you ain't rocking hard enough. I agree. <laughs> How did you end up there? 
I mean, we'll get you there. We, we played there for guys. years. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. And the owner's a really nice guy. But the last they time we with. played there, we played mostly covers. It was yeah, the last time 80 we had... to 90% covers. It was all Hank Williams Jr. No, it was still rock. <laughs> it was still rock. It was still rock. I mean, we played before. originals, but it was mostly covers. It was like Hank All My Brothers and, and it was yeah, still yeah, rock. Yeah. It was like All My Brothers and like Hotel California and you know, Skinner, all, all the things that you would expect a really pretty much if you're a rock band in a country bar, you're going to play Southern Rock because that's that's the happy medium. So we played basically a bunch of uh, Southern Rock. My wife went down to Nashville a while ago and she was like, it was like two months and she was like, 10 different bars. She's like, everyone was Bedford three years ago. Like every single, like playing the exact same sets. So it's like, that's not going to get you anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that, you're just, there's so many of us in that boat. But we've kind of, at least with its original music, like, and I, I, I'm on Instagram a lot and stuff, and I see a lot of like bands that are trying to get, you know, about in our league, sponsored posts on the band account. I hear a lot of bands that sound like other bands I know from around here. I don't hear a lot of people that sound like us. I just don't. Yeah, that could be a good thing or a yeah. bad well, thing. Not, not to be conceited <laughs> or anything, but it's like <laughs> it's, it's a way. Like, uh, like even as an individual, you got to know your worth, mm-hmm. and like if you can like realize, hey, we got something unique, then take it and roll with it, run with it, yeah. sprint, marathon it. There's you know, there's keep, something keep to be said about that, man. Yeah. I really truly believe that. Uh, like you're talking, there, there's if you want to play covers, you know that's that's all well and good, um, but there are bands that that's. They're bread and butter. They 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 do the party circuit and do the do the clubs and I mean there's one those guys are needed. Yeah. And there's there's we have a few of them in town where like that is what they do and they do it also they do it phenomenally. And it's but but the the uh I would imagine that that is you know, we're doing this for money, we're doing this for that. But I don't know that you would get the satisfaction, especially if you're a writer and want to create um of there's nobody that can sound like what you write, regardless if it is in a vein of rock or this or that. It's still your own thing. You're still creating. And, and I just feel like, man, there's a, especially nowadays, you look at like, you mentioned the Almond Brothers. How many Almond Brothers bands are there? The, you know, cover bands. I mean, because, you know, I'll get $1,500 to go play just Almond Brothers music tonight and dress like them and do all those things. There's something to be said about it. It's great. But What's- is it original? Is do you, you know, I love hearing Schofield and, like, these guys playing their songs. Like, if I watch, you know, some of my favorite guitar players, there's going to be a... Uh, well, it's okay to throw a cover in. We will get there eventually. Honestly, right now and for the foreseeable future, we have to break what people think about us because everybody thinks they know us from Whipping Post. They know us from Floyd Bedley. There's a big difference stuff. in throwing in a cover or playing... <laughs> a show where we're going to play Four Eyes and we're going to throw in our originals or we're going to try to sneak in an original and hope that it sounds enough like um, it is good enough or, or loud enough or, or upbeat enough that where people still like it and don't disappear off the, you know. So it's it, it's it's always a balance. It's always a balance. But to, especially like taking that step that you guys just kind of took to get, look, we've done this thing, but... We finally found our thing. We we know what we sound like. We know our direction. We all have our pieces. This brand and company that we've created has got all the parts, and everybody's got their their role. And you've got the sound. And once you get to the point where Sam 
was talking about to where you can just you're you don't feel like you're an imposter you don't feel like um what you're doing you don't love so it, it i think it takes all of that uh all of those those emotions that you have about being on stage and just being able to throw it all away and get into it, which creates the videos that you are getting ready to release where people just are going to see it and just be in immediately. Yeah. yeah, And and absolutely, like, touching, like, on last, but, last bit of, like, the cover thing is, like, there, there is going to be a point where, like, yeah, you can, you can throw one in, but, like, do something, at least for us in our mindset, is, like, do something a little bit more obscure mm-hmm. or if it's like a big moment, like a historical moment in time, which is hard to kind of tell if you're living in a historical moment. Yeah, you just throw it in yeah. the night of. But like, like, oh, like for for example, like you know, you you know, something really crazy just happened, and you play "What's Going On" by Marvin Gaye, yep. mm-hmm. and yep. it's like you know, either you do something obscure or you do something that really, truly, relative. just absolutely interlocks every single human being's spirit. Yeah, it's a relative you know, thing to and the something that really just is uplifting. Well, yep. and, and there's also going to be those nights where it doesn't really matter about uplifting or any of that stuff, but you're at the end of the set, you've played everything, there's 400 people there looking at you and they don't want to go home yet and you're like, yeah. all right, let's, play, let's play this old cover that we used to Halen kill. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And just yeah. kill it and then walk off stage and burn your instruments. I don't know. Yeah. Those are fun. Yeah. Those are fun. Oh, dude. you get to the end of a gig when you're playing, you've played all of your songs. Nobody wants to leave. Yeah. Nobody wants to leave and you just pull out you know, the forbidden free bird. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then we kill it for 47 minutes. Oh, $1,000, though. Bro, you do. I, I got to get tipped $1,000 <laughs> to pay for free bird. That was brown eyed girl for me, man. That was brown eyed girl. <laughs> oh, dude, we had that one. That was one we did in high school for. Yeah. We, oh, gosh. Uh, the song makes me sick. Anytime I hear that. Right <laughs> we, we almost we almost burned everything I just got in the world. Like we did destroy. Like we're at the point yeah. where I guarantee if you if you if you took this band and said, "All right, here's a cabin for ten days. You can't leave. Write the rest of the songs you've all been working on." We'd have another 30, yeah. 40 songs. Like that's where we're at. Two, three albums. That's where we're at. Where it's like we just. I've probably got 15. He's probably got, I don't know how many cooking. He's, I know, got several cooking. He's got 20 on his computer cooking. It's like, the the, the only reason we're not playing those is because we haven't rehearsed them yeah, yet. They're just like, we just ready. literally haven't. They're cooking, man. It would take those about three hours still, to learn We're still it. seasoning that shit. Sam? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Sam, if uh, you upgrade your CPU, your computer probably yeah. won't be cooking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a new hard drive in my Amazon cart. Oh! You better get it, get it, bro. Get it, bro. Hey, one swipe that thing, man. I I got it, and it's worth it. It's worth it every single dime. There you go. I'll throw another tune, man. All right. Tell us about jumping to the sun. That's a early, early one of ours. That's on content, right? No, no, it's not. That's on uh, trip to the sun. Gosh, that's a mid. That's a mid. That's what I meant meant to say, folks. Is uh, (laughs) trip to the sun? Yeah, that's the album. But that's that's one we wrote in college. This one's about going to space. Like, yeah, really, it quotes oh, like n- like Neil Armstrong, right? Every verse is about something different. Yeah. And jump it to the sun just means chasing your ambition but at the moment. Yeah. But there's a commonality between all the verses too. Oh, there is. It's space related. And, <laughs> at know, least yeah. in that, it's space. It's, <laughs> there's a sun involved. But it's kind of like the Icarus don't fly too close to the sun but thing. Also, didn't the verse 
Like Trevor's verse change for yeah, the live Trevor, record? Trevor changed his verse, and then I sing what he used to sing, and then you sing the third verse that he sang, and then he sings the fourth verse. In the, yeah, this in is the, basically the Highwaymen. Oh, wow. the album. Yeah, this is the Highwayman song. I fly a starship in one shot. <laughs> one We're shot is going to be fun song. and challenging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is going to make you're going to challenge our one microphone recording. Oh, we won't skills. do this song. Yeah. We'll do this. <laughs> we already <laughs> thought, <laughs> we thought of that. We're like, well, this the would drummer be, can't yeah, sing today, this probably. This, this would be a really cool drinking song later, and it's. Uh, Take a shot every time you hear Jumping to the Sun. Oh my God, you beat <laughs> that. Like 50 shots. Oh no. Uh-uh. <laughs> you let's, did. Let's check it out. Jumping to the Sun. I love it. Yep. Already. <laughs> bass bass uh, Sam's dancing over on a bass, man. Bass sounds good, too. Yeah, it does. I thought I did too much. <laughs> it was a lot better. I'm a little fine. self-conscious about it. Nah, I, sound I think good. Sam stays self-conscious. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got you to gotta stay a little low. You know, you keep, keep those expectations low and everything's awesome. Perfect attitude for a bass player. <laughs> I think my goal for tonight is to see how many times I can make Spencer crack up. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's he's hey, an easy target. It's easy, yeah. Is that another, <laughs> <drinking> <laughs> <game>? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> another drinking game? <laughs> well, it can be. Look, all you got to do is say, armpit. See, <laughs> you got it. You got it. Armpit. The liquor king awesome. is at work. I didn't know about armpit. That's a cool little trick. <laughs> 
Well, they do smell. 83.2 I mean. <laughs> in here, fellas. Woo. All right, fellas. Our listeners that want to follow you guys a little more closely, where do they find you? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Facebook is YouTube, Bedford YouTube. Band. And well, you know, I'm getting around to it. I'm getting around to it. You didn't say it fast it. enough. <laughs> well, I'm sorry for trying to please here. All right. Uh, Facebook at Bedford Band. Um, we, we do just go by Bedford, but Facebook won't let us change our name because Bedford is too much like a place in uh, North Carolina. It's really, really strange. Mm-hmm. But we roll with it. Um then Instagram is at Bedford Band Official, and TikTok is also at Bedford Official. So we got like three different tags going they on. Make it real easy, huh? Yeah, yeah. Make it really. <laughs> make, we make it real easy. And then Bedford is on YouTube as just Bedford. Um, you, you, congratulations! You, you, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. But we got the, the handle is at Bedford Official. <laughs> so, but the name is just Bedford. And like, if you look up um, "Jump Into the Sun," "Don't Lie to Me," or "The Sound of Everything," you will also find the live videos of the Burl. And you know, as we promote those, those are going to pop up in the algorithm at the top. Yeah. So, like, there's no scrolling down. You know, like eight pages to find. You know, this brand new page that just came up. We'll be um, releasing that whole Burl show on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. The whole Burl show is going to be released um, every every Wednesday, um, you know, until I think it caps out around the 1st of March, you know, somewhere around there. Uh, that's when we run out of songs. If we did more, we'd go longer. <laughs> but um, we didn't. Um, <laughs> we most likely will have... About that. Most likely we'll have some kind of other live record dropping over the summer. And then we're also recording a studio record in March. Yeah. And, right on. and also, we do have a website that I do take pride in because I work on it. Um, you made it. Baby. Yeah, it's my, it's, it's my baby. <laughs> um, it's uh, www.bedfordofficial.com. Uh, on there, you, you get... can find all the dates. I don't post all the dates on Facebook because of how the algorithm works. If you post them too far out, they get lost out in your feed. You don't see them. But just go to our website. And you will see every single date that we have confirmed on our end. And do you have links to all those social medias through bedfordofficial.com? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, on the website. And, you that can might find be the way to go then, bedfordofficial.com. I, I try to try to get everyone to go a link to, the to the YouTube on yeah. there. Uh, yes. Long answer short, www.bedford. Official. Bedfordofficial.com. Flash OnlyFans. <laughs> that took a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that took too long. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going, go, answer. Yeah. we're going to go out with Don't Lie to Me. You mentioned Don't Lie to Me. Tell us about that one. Um, it was like um, an Albert King video that I seen called Don't Lie to Me, and he was playing with Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, man. Yeah. And uh, kind of wrote this like chorus type thing and then was like, okay, well, this verse and stuff would fit after this little chorus. So it's kind of like a splinter. Who wrote the song? Um, originally, it was like Tampa Red. Yeah, it goes back to like 46 or something. It's like a really old song. Is is it in the public well, domain? It's yeah. public. That's oh, public yeah. domain. Oh, yeah. And it's, you know... Sweet. Uh, not, not not just because, like, we did that. But, <laughs> but, but also, sweet, you know, every, everybody cool else know. can do their own unique take on it because, like, I think the More Beatles are not far off from that no, either. they're not. So, like, how many like how many versions of, like, I'm going to... Well, actually, no. They didn't write um, Twist and Shout. That's the Isley Brothers. 
I want to hold your hand. I want to hold your hand. They did right there. There you go. All right. That's that's a common misconception on the on that Beatles record. That you know, there's a good amount of covers on that that people don't realize. Oh yeah, that original stuff for sure. But you know, there's some Carl Young inspiration in the second verse. He's like a writer. This is one of our bluesier (laughs) songs. And it's like a it better one be. of his quotes. <laughs> King is, well, uh, Steve Ray Vaughan, it better be, it, man. It's if you took blues and put it on the steroids. Yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah. yeah. Right. But like, the thing is, is like their version was very major and it sounded happy. So we did You the took minor. care of that. Yeah. You made it bluesy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It you was put too, the blues it, in it. You know, don't lie to me. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, was, it, was too, <laughs> it was too happy. But, uh, no. It was way too happy. Well, it was. Don't you lie to don't me. Don't you lie to me. <laughs> All Let's right. check it out, man. Well, fellas, we appreciate you hanging out yeah, with us for a while, man. We're going to shoot for one us. shot. Thank you all. Absolutely. Here it is. Don't lie to me. <laughs> 